Welcome back to the Practically Speaking Mom podcast, the place for an intentional mom to build a strong family. I'm your guest host, Lisa Nearing from True North Home School Academy. We're a full-service K-12 grade live online academy that offers dynamic, interactive, small group classes, testing, advising, and more, including a podcast called Life Skills 101, Life Skills for a Digital Age. Val Harrison, the Practically Speaking Mom, is taking some weeks off to work on a great project for all of you intentional moms. I know you're going to love it. She asked me to guest host for the first part of January on the topic of teaching goal setting to our kids. Last week was part one of this series. I shared some of my tips for you on this topic, and then we listened together to an earlier episode from Val. We'll be continuing to hear from her this week on teaching goal setting to our kids. We'll actually hear from four of her children on this topic. Let's take a listen. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. Today, we're talking about getting God's vision, taking on His goals for your family's growth this year. You're going to hear from my four youngest kids today. That includes one you haven't met yet, my son Josh. Are you ready to stretch in this new year? To move a bit out of your comfort zone toward God's specific purpose and design for your unique, one-of-a-kind, masterpiece family? Let's do it today on Practically Speaking Mom, the podcast for an intentional mom to build a strong family. So this morning I went to my kids, my three youngest, and I asked them the question, What comes to your mind when you think of the fact that God's ways are better than your ways, bigger than your ways, and more blessed than your ways? In other words, why do we want God to be the vision caster for our goals and plans in life instead of us casting the vision for our life? So as I took notes and things on the thoughts that my kids had, I decided, you know what? They would say all this better than I would. So I'm just going to bring them on and let them talk on the podcast and share their thoughts with that concept that we want God to guide our goals instead of us guiding our goals. His ways are bigger, better, and more blessed than ours. So first I've got on here Abby, and she's going to share some of her thoughts. So the immediate verse that came to mind was Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, which says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. He doesn't always make known his plans, but we always know that they are better than what we expected, and therefore are good. He doesn't ever want to hurt us. And my favorite example of this is when he's giving the rules, uh, well, when he's giving laws to the people of Israel in the Old Testament. He gives them rules that they don't understand why, but they're always better for them than they expected. Like washing their hands before a meal was so that they didn't get sick and they didn't understand why this was helpful for them, but it was discovered centuries later that it was the best plan and we still do it today. Another verse that I like is Psalm 139, 16 through 18. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book. Before one of them came to be, how precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. I especially like the part that says, All the days ordained for me were written in your book. 
God has a perfect plan and I don't want to go with my plan because it'll be full of mistakes and selfishness. And God always has our best at his heart. That is something that I've really struggled with recently is struggling with, um, does God want the best for me? And I came to learn that God's love is patient and his love is real and his love is kind. And all the things described in 1 Corinthians 13 is God's love. That is who God is. That is the attribute that those are the attributes of God. And God always wants the best for us. That's a good reminder, Abby, that we can count on his ways above our ways because his love is perfect. And so thank you for that reminder. Hi, this is Emma. And mom asked us three kids um, what Bible verses come to mind when you're thinking of something that says that God's plans are better than ours and are more blessed. And yeah, so the first one that comes to my mind is Second Peter 1, 3. It says, God's power has given us everything we need to lead a godly life. And so that says two things, that God wants us to lead a godly life, but also he gives us everything we need to do that. I've got my son Andrew here, and he's going to tell us what came to mind when I asked him about the concept that God's ways are better and bigger and more blessed than ours. So we want God's plans for our days as we set goals, not our own personal goals from from our thoughts and minds, but how do we, should we have the heart of God and how can we have the heart of God and what are his thoughts, God's thoughts on the plans for our life. And so here's Andrew. Um, hello, so I'm Andrew Harrison, the youngest son of Val. Um, and so the, the, the first verse that came to my mind, or one of the first verses that came to my mind was Romans 12, 2, uh, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So the last part of that verse is really, um, what I was thinking was standing out in regards to mom's topic or Val's topic. Um, it was God's perfect, pleasing, and perfect will. Uh, we will be able to test and approve uh, God's will, what God's will is, uh, when we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. When we don't, when we aren't living according to the world, um, when when we are transformed, whatever the Holy Spirit through Paul was thinking, um, or what the message he was trying to send through Paul about being transformed, that way of living proves, um, tests and approve the good, pleasing, and perfect will of God, which um, God's will is perfect, His way is well-pleasing, um, His way is good, which Val has already talked about. So I have here my fourth oldest child, which is also my middle son, Josh. He is a junior at Oral Roberts University, and he is home for Christmas break. So this was the perfect time to introduce you all to him. And so I went to him um, a few minutes ago and said, hey, this is the question I've been talking to the other kids about this morning, and I'd like to know your thoughts. The question is, 
you know, God's ways are, we know that they're bigger and better and more blessed than our ways, but, but how do we do that? What does that look like in real life um, as humans? Uh, what scripture is out there that reinforces it? And Josh, what are your thoughts on that topic? Yeah, so one of the first scriptures that comes to my mind is Isaiah 55, 8 through 9, which says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Um, another one would be Proverbs sixteen three, which says, Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and your plans will succeed. Um And that has really been a big verse for me this semester. I think really a big focus for me has been stepping into the person that God has called me to be, stepping out of the person that I'm not in order to step into the person that God has called me to be. And that really happens through committing to the Lord, whatever you do. And then your plans really do start to succeed. And that that can look like a lot of different things. I'm for me, like my friendships, when I commit my friendships to the Lord, all of a sudden the friendships that I had weren't good enough. And I could see God was calling me to, to better friendships. Even my, my plans, my academic goals, my career goals and my interests, all of that through committing it to the Lord, you really, for me at least, I really started to find what I was really passionate about. Like, when I when I start to commit everything to the Lord, all of a sudden my plans start to change and my dreams kind of start to change. And it's not so much that I'm just sacrificing everything I want to do and just doing completely the opposite, um, but it, it really is God kind of starts to show me the person that I, I was meant to be and the, the plans that I was meant to have. So yeah, I really, that's for me is when I really start to step into the person that I feel like God is calling me to be. And that's when I feel the most myself. And that's when I am probably the most free from anxiety or from comparison. Here's what I know. Number one, God already has plans for me and my family. Two, his plans are are better than my plans. They're bigger than my plans and they're more blessed than my plans. And three, I want to learn more and more how to set aside my perspectives and take on God's plan instead of mine. I want to get on board with the steps of his plan instead of my agenda, instead of my distractions. To do that, I have to be transformed by the renewing of my mind. I'll leave you with this passage from Colossians 3, 9 through 15. It's a great beginning of the year prayer and affirmation to share with your family as you intentionally set your minds on God's vision for your strong family. Colossians 3, 9 through 15. Since you've taken off your old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. Uh, Let's continue on with verse 12. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. 
Forgive as the Lord forgave you, and over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace, and be thankful. I'm praying for you today, and I'll see you here next week on the Practically Speaking Mom podcast, the place for an intentional mom to build a strong family. Next week on the Practically Speaking Mom podcast, you'll meet guest host Yvette Hampton, producer of Schoolhouse Rocked, the movie. She'll continue the topic of goal setting, but it will be goal setting for parents. It's been a joy to get to know you here on the Practically Speaking Mom podcast. I'm guest host Lisa Nearing, and you can connect with me at TurnerRockHomeschoolAcademy.com. Check the show notes for links. Bye, everybody. Bye.